Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Leverage the Scout podcast. I am your host, Katie Priest, and I'm here today with Dustin Heiner. Dustin, can you please tell us about who you are, what your business is, and what you do? Hi, Katie. Yeah, I am super excited to be here. So I love investing in real estate. So I buy rental properties. I started back in 2004, 2005. And if you remember back then, prices were skyrocketing. And then 2009 happened. I was still investing and it was was crashed, which was horrible. Everything crashed. But the great thing is I still made money from the day I bought my properties all through the crash all the way to now because I, I invest in buy and hold real estate rental properties. So that's my business. And then what I do now is I teach people how to invest in real estate, just like I did. I have 30 plus properties now. And now I have masterpassiveincome.com and my podcast, Master Passive Income Show, where I literally teach. Like the the majority of my content is literally me showing everybody exactly step one, step two, step three, how to invest in real estate. Awesome. That sounds really interesting. And so my first question is, what's the reason you started? Investing in real estate or master passive income? Um, Let's do both because we're going to talk about both, right? Yeah. So I started investing in real estate because I hated working for somebody else. I'll give you a quick story about how this really hit home for me. So I have four kids. If you're watching this on video, you can literally see a picture of my four kids, kind of blurry, but you can see them in the background. I have four kids. After my fourth child was born, like literally a week later, I go off on paternity leave from my job. I was working for the county government. I went on paternity leave. That's where the dad stays home and helps with the mom and all that sort of stuff with the new baby. And I'm off for a week and then I get back. I'm working for a few days and on a Friday, literally at three o'clock in the afternoon on Friday, I get a call from my boss's 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 secretary. And I answer the phone and she says, hey, Dustin, would you please come to the boss's boss's boss boss's office? And I said, okay, hung up the phone. And I immediately paused and thought, why would they be calling me to the office? Like, this is weird. And so I sit there for a second and I think, okay. I didn't do anything wrong. Maybe I did something right. I don't know. So I start, I get up and I start walking. And as I'm walking down the hallway, it feels like a really, really long hallway, even though it's not, it's not that long, but things started to come to my brain about small rumors that happened about two or three weeks, even before I went off on paternity leave about layoffs, potential layoffs. And I always thought, no, I have so much in here. I've been here like 10, 15 years. There's no way I'd have layoff. But as I start walking down the hallway, my feet get heavier and heavier like they're lead bricks because I start thinking, oh my goodness, is this a time I'm actually going to be laid off where I worked my life to try to get to this point, you know, climb the ladder? Well, I get through the end of the hallway. I turn the corner. I get to my boss's office. His door's closed and I see the secretary looking at me and she sheepishly says, Dustin, please have a seat. And consolingly, she's looking at me because she knows what's going on. I have no clue. I sit down in this chair and I'm sitting there waiting and she's consoling me with her eyes, but she can't say anything. And then I realize that this could be a time where I get laid off. And I started thinking to myself, am I a failure? Am I a failure as a husband? Am I a failure as a, 
as a dad? Am I, how am I going to pay for my four kids, my mortgage? How is that going to happen? And my hands started getting all clammy. I started sweating. And then the door opens up to my boss's office. And as the door opens up to my boss's office, out walks a lady with a piece of paper in her hand. And she's noticeably distraught, noticeably upset. She's not really crying, but you could tell she's just been rocked. Her world's been rocked. My boss says, Dustin, would you please come in? So I get up and I walk into the room. I get laid off. And remember, I work for the government. Nobody gets laid off or fired from the government, but I did. Right. And I take that, that pink slip, that piece of paper, and I walk back to my desk, and I feel like the world is crashing around me. And then I gave myself five minutes. I said, because I realize I can't just sit here. I can't sulk. So I gave my five, myself five minutes to figure out what I'm going to do came up with two different things. Number one, I need to find another job because I need to provide for my family. I need to make sure they have food. I need to make sure we have a roof over heads. The second thing was, I am never, ever going to let somebody do this to me again. I need to now change. So instead of saying, when somebody asks me, hey, Dustin, what do you do? I would normally say, I work for the county government. I do IT work at the county government. I used to say that. No longer did I ever say that. I started saying, I am an investor. Even though 100% of my money came from my job, now, even though 100% of my money came from my job, my value was what I put in myself. It comes from my God, comes from my family, and comes from me. What I displayed to everybody else was my value is now that I'm an investor. From that point forward, I made sure that every single person I talked to was, knew that I was an investor. So I did those two things. Number one, I found a job really, really quick. I was really blessed to find a job really quick. But number two, I started buying rental properties because I knew that at some time, anybody could just take my job away from me. So I bought property after property after property. And by making $250, $300 per, a month per property, after 10 properties, that's $2,500 a month. That's $30,000 a year. After 20 properties, 30 properties, I have 30 plus properties now. It just keeps going. And now when I was 37 years old, I literally quit my job. And let me round up with this last thing that Remember, I was walking down the hallway to my boss's office. I felt like my feet were lead bricks. Well, when I literally quit my job, my new job that I got, I literally quit my job. And as I was walking out, I, could, I, I worked, worked for maybe like two hours that day. And I said, boss, I can't take it anymore. I can, I'm just leaving because I don't need to work anymore. I have plenty of money. I felt like I was walking on clouds when I was walking to my car. It was the best walk ever. Now, I literally don't need a job because I have investment properties. And for everybody listening to this, your value is in who you are. You give yourself value, not your job. So that's why I started investing in real estate was because I wanted to make sure I was 100% responsible for my future. Nobody else can take something away from me. So that's number one. Number two, with master passive income, where I share and teach people how to do the exact same thing, I want to make sure nobody has that same, that same problem as I did. And I want them to, to learn how to invest in rental properties, buying one property after another, making them $250 a month in passive income. Basically, don't work. Don't work at all. Your business you build does the work. The property does the work. And you make money. And because I don't have a job and I am a pretty driven person, I started Master Passive Income because I love being active. I love working. I love doing things for myself. And I love helping people. So all that combined, it's such a passion. Real estate helps me to get, you know, live the life I want. I can travel the world, do whatever I want. And now I get to teach people how to do the exact same thing. That's amazing. That's wonderful. And I love hearing that story about just like, you know, the one time, you know, you get fired and it's just horrible and awful, especially you just had a baby. And then the next time you're like, I can just leave and it feels great. And I built this whole thing myself. That's wonderful. And touching on that, 
is, I mean, maybe it is, maybe that was the answer to my question, but I'm still going to ask it. Did you ever have a moment where you're like, wow, this was a dream and it finally came to fruition? Absolutely. So uh, it was probably about when I was 25 or 26, I told told myself in 10 years, you're going to quit your job, no matter where you're working or if you can or can't, if you can't, like, this is your deadline. Like you have to do something in order to provide for your family in 10 years. And it literally took me eight years, no, seven years to actually replace my income, make plenty of money. But I waited another two years because I finally quit nine years later after I made that goal for myself. And the reason why I waited is because it's really hard leaving that W-2 job. It's like, oh, it's going to keep coming in. That money comes in. Even though I was making $75,000 a year, I quit because I make so much more money working for myself, doing everything by myself. But that was it, was when I walked home when I sorry, walked to my car, that was it. Like I've made it. This is exactly it. Now it's been what three or four years now since I've quit my job. I am so amazed at how amazing life is when you do not have to clock in and clock out. Life is so amazing. Now I literally get to have fun doing podcasts like this with great people like you. I get to coach people on how to invest in real estate, seeing them change their lives. In fact, I have one student in seven months. He bought six rental properties. Now he has like 500 or sorry, uh, 1500, almost $1,800 in passive income coming in his pocket every single month because I coached him to get there. It's amazing. So I just all around, I'm blessed. Right. That is wonderful. And we've talked about the amazing moments and I have to kind of be put the damper on it real fast. What are some hard and challenging moments that happened while you were building this business? So two two different businesses. I'll definitely touch on the real estate, getting my eye off of the ball. That is, so my goal my whole goal was to quit my job. That's what I wanted, to be able to be independent, financially independent, financially free. I took my eye off the ball. At about year five or year six, I had my job making $75,000 a year. I was making like $10,000 a month in my rental property business. I mean, it was going really, really well. So I was making a lot of money. I took my eye off the ball and I started going on vacations. I started buying things I didn't really need. I started just spending money. And then I had um, I bought like three properties all at once. There's a lot of fix up for that. One or two properties were evicted. Just a whole bunch of things. So instead of like $10,000 a month coming in for my rental properties, I remember one check was literally like $178. I was rocked. And I still had debts that I had to pay. And so my credit cards were due. So I still had to pay those. I dipped so far. In, so taking my eye off the ball was the worst thing that I did. But I learned to never do that again. So that's that. Now in, in master passive income, honestly, I think going after the negative things would be going after things that probably aren't necessary. Now they're all good things, but at the same time, like writing a book or starting a podcast or having a YouTube channel, not saying any one of those is bad, but if you try to do many things at one time, you don't do everything all as well as possible. So I now realize, okay, write the book, focus on the book, then do the podcast, then do the YouTube or vice versa or however way you're going to do it, but focus on one thing, do that really well, and then branch out to something else. And that now that I've done that, I've figured that out. Now I have a uh, membership called Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. And I have people in there with group coaching and all the courses and everything, and they love it and they're buying properties. And I built on my business every single step of the way. I think that's, I think that's amazing. And I think it's like really wonderful. Um, were there any teaching moments in that? And those learning experiences, you know, we all work hard. We all try to, you know, fix things that we've happened, have happened. And what were one of those moments for you where you really learned like that lesson? Um, yeah, definitely. As I go out of problems, um, actually I'll take that one step back. 
when I go into a problem, I try to be proactive. I don't like to be in, being reactive. When you're reactive, you have very limited options. And that's something I try to teach my students is all the options out there because there's loads of options on how to actually do investing in real estate. I try to give them all the options and they pick, pick whichever one's the best one. But being reactive, you have one option that's somewhat okay, but you might have one second option and that's, one hor- that's a horrible option. Reaction is not good. You want to be proactive. So everything, every single thing that you're moving into, you want to look to see how it is that you can be proactive going into it so you can make the best decision of many options rather than just one or two. But every single step of the way, I have always ripped out things that were bad. So you think about a teachable moment, um, literally taking my eye off the ball and not continually. So what with rel- rental properties, you buy one, prep- one property, you save that money that it makes, the $250 a month, $3,000, you save that money to buy the next property. And you do it over and over again. Pretty soon you have 30, 40, 50 properties and you really don't have to worry about money. I took my off the ball. And now looking back now, I say, okay, now I need to not do that. So I rip out that bad thing. I'll give you another example, hiring the wrong property manager. I learned how to not hire the right property managers. So I don't do that anymore. I hired the right property managers. So in every single thing, I rip out all the bad things and I keep the good things in there that make me money. That's awesome. So in talking about being proactive versus reactive, let's talk about the past year, which has been very interesting for all of us. Is there anything you would have changed in the past year or redone? Or are you really happy with the growth that either of your businesses made? So what is amazing with real estate is in an up, down, or sideways market, I make money. And the reason why is because I make money in passive income. And the re- it, all it pans out is to I make sure all the expenses, I add up all my expenses, and then I figure out how much income I can make, whatever I could rent it for. And that difference between the income and expenses is my passive income. Just like when the real estate market crashed back in 2009, I made money no matter what every single month because I didn't invest for appreciation. I didn't invest for anything else other than passive income. Same thing now with COVID-19, 2020, we have like you know, all these big you know, problems, businesses being closed down, all that sort of stuff. I still made money. The reason why everybody needs a place to live. So as far as my business, no, with real estate, I would not have changed anything. And with master passive income, I do it for fun. So everything that I've done is just, you know, I, I just get a jump on. And what I, one thing I did do was I started a group coaching um, where I teach people as a big group. And I was able to help so many people through this time because I built my business so uh, I guess maybe strong or I built it the way I like it so that now I've been able to help and bless so many people. So because I've weathered, this is not, you know, the COVID is not the first time I've had weathered a storm like this. And so I built my business to weather things like this. So now, honestly, I can't think of anything that I would have to change. That's wonderful. So, um, you know, in talking about 2020 and it's been crazy, what does success and your goals look like in 2021? It would be continually, it's going to be easy to say this, more of the same and more of the same meaning things that make me money, things that help people and things that benefit my family. I can't tell you how excited I get when a student of mine buys their first property or when they actually quit their job because they have so many properties. I have so many students that actually have done that. It's so amazing that I feel like I've done it all over again. And I'm just ecstatic for them. So for 2020, it's literally more the same. On because and if you remember, 
touching back to what I said, I try to do things one at a time because I used to be a multitasker thinking I could do everything all at once. It's actually the worst thing. In fact, if when I do that, I get things, I get less things done and they get done poorly. If I focus on one thing, like right now, I'm literally focusing on my YouTube channel. So master passive income YouTube channel. I'm literally putting out three videos a week. I still have my podcast because I've already been doing the podcast for two and a half years. I have that solid, like I'm good at that. Now I'm developing my YouTube channel. So I'm going to keep growing that. I'm going to keep developing my um, uh, membership. Now, the great thing about memberships are, is that you're helping so many more people. Group coaching is cheaper than one-on-one coaching because they're paying specifically for my time. I can only help a few, maybe 12 people at a time. I just don't have enough time to help more people. With group coaching, I could have 10, 20, 40, 50, 100 people coaching them all at one time. So for 2021, it's literally going to be continually growing both the businesses. That's wonderful. So as we're nearing the end of our interview, those 20 minutes go by really fast. Um, My final question for you is what can our community do to help you reach that vision? It's really getting the word out there that it is possible to invest in real estate. Most people think that, well, I don't have a lot of money or I'm not born with a lot of money or I don't live in the right places. I started investing when I was in California. When I was in California, I bought in Ohio back in 2004 or five or six, whatever it was, and thousands of miles away. And the reason why is because I could and there were better prices and I made more money. So getting the word out that it is possible to buy far, far away from you, make passive income, having an automatic business making sure that you still make money in up, down, or sideways market. That's the biggest thing is just letting everybody know that it's absolutely possible. Well, thank you so much, Dustin, for being on the show with me today. Um, My final question actually is where can we find you and where can we watch your journey? Yeah, I love that. So masterpassiveincome.com is my site that I just teach all about real estate rental properties. I also have a new brand I just started. I got to share with you because I'm so passionate about it. It's called Successfully Unemployed. So Successfully Unemployed is my new brand. And the reason why is because I love real estate, but not everybody does. And there's so many other ways to quit your job and be successfully unemployed. So with that brand, it's a whole podcast, YouTube channel, everything successfullyunemployed.co. Both of these are podcasts, by the way, Master Passive Income and successfullyunemployed.co, a podcast as well. I interview so many entrepreneurs, so many investors, even a lady that owns a bridal. I literally went to her bridal store, interviewed her. I've interviewed taco truck vendors. I've interviewed online um, experts, all that sort of stuff, showing people for free how they can be successfully unemployed. So those are the two main ways that you can find me. Awesome. Thank you again, Dustin. It was wonderful having you on today and chatting with you about your businesses. Thank you, Katie. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. 
What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.